0: Girl, stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking hello all my fellow listeners friends maybe family happy monday today on this episode we're gonna dive into the health and wellness are you serious no i'm just fucking kidding we're talking about some ho shit (laughs) (laughs) so I'm so excited today we have our very first audition for the co-host I'm here with my girl Ashley and she we're gonna be talking about ho shit and first fuck boy experiences what's up girl what's up my hoes and hustlers (laughs) (laughs) we all out here we're excited so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wanted to audition for the podcast
1: Alright, so my name's Ashley, I'm an Arizona native, um, I know Tatum through ex-boyfriends, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we became good friends and I wanted to audition for this podcast because I can never stop talking and I just think that we click really well with our personalities yes. and that a podcast would just be like the most fun thing ever to do. And Yes, definitely. Yeah, I just thought that it would be
0: a good time. A
1: good time. Exactly.
0: A good, a good old fashioned hoe time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good old <laughs> I don't know where that okay. accent came from. <laughs> That's okay. We're here for it. Okay, so why don't you tell us like three facts about you? Like three things that I don't know maybe you wouldn't tell people or like three interesting things about you
1: oh god three interesting things about me okay on the spot ready 10 seconds go no oh, no pressure <laughs> okay um three interesting things about me i am one of six kids oh shit i, didn't I know, know that. yeah one of six kids all right so other fun facts about me i actually love party planning i'm starting up my own party planning side hustle here shortly gonna call it ashes bashes
0: oh my god that's (laughs) so cute um
1: and then also uh, i am the girliest town boy you have ever met
0: yeah I don't want to point out the fact that we're both channeling our inner caller daddy we showed up to record in merch she's wearing an I am unwell hat and I have the gluck gluck shirt on so I feel like this is a good some good energy for what we're going to be talking about so before we get started I kind of wanted to tell people like how we met oh yes yeah (laughs) what a day that was (laughs) well it was really fun so like i love when people like side note when people ask me how i met my boyfriend i'm always like i met him on his boat <laughs> <laughs> anyways so we did we met on his boat too. oh my oh. god and then when you describe him as an older man they're probably thinking like hugh hefner oh my god no <laughs> he's <just> not <laughs> no he's like john stamos
1: I would agree with, but John Stamos still back in the nineties. <laughs>
0: modern day John Stamos. Have you seen modern day John Stamos? No, I mean I, the last time I saw him was when he was in the Oyo Ocos oy- ay- oy- Greek yogurt Oik- commercials. Oikos. Oh my god, he's still so sexy. But you're right, he still is an older man. <laughs> I don't know what the, what it is. I have a good relationship with my father. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't swear. Have, I don't have daddy issues that's what they all say whatever <laughs> i'm gonna have my dad on anyways that's a story from another time <laughs> pop. Yeah. okay so how we met we met on his boat on my man's boat on the boyfriend's boat yeah i mean i wouldn't say it the same one i'd be like we met on on his boat <laughs> i wouldn't describe it as that romantic <laughs> it's a little different uh it was summer covid summer yes oh shit don't come for us <laughs> and why don't you explain like your side
1: okay so i had some friends in town um and they were like hey ash do you have anyone with a boat? And so I was like, yeah, I know a bunch of people with a boat. Wait, they really asked that? They really did. <laughs> and I was, I mean, they're they're visiting from out of town. They were from LA, so like they there's were, not even water besides the ocean. No one has boats except for like yachts and Yeah. Well, and they were like locked down. Right. Yeah. So they were like, we're looking for something fun. So I was like, yeah, I have a ton of friends with boats. Of course, none of them wanted anything to do with anybody during COVID. Don't come for me. <laughs> and we had all quarantined before this. Um, and uh, so she's lying. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm so, <laughs> um, don't come for me, Cheryl. <laughs> i i go to my last resort my ex-boyfriend who we had just gotten on like good terms we went a full year without talking and then he went on this whole apology tour so we were back on good terms and i was like you know what that man owes me he owes all the pain and agony (laughs) all the pain and suffering that he caused for two years um I wish I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Later. Um, so anyway, so I hit him up. And I was like, I mean, the odds of this happening, I can't imagine. And he texted me back immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are the chances of you allowing me and two pretty girls on a friend's boat this weekend? he goes, yeah, for sure.
0: Yes. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yes. Okay. And then so I felt like I had never met you. So I didn't yeah. know like the background. And then I was told like... First of all, this ex that she's talking about, the summer I met him, he was (laughs) like consistently bringing on every single weekend sometimes every friday every saturday a different girl on the boat to the lake so it was basically just like a revolving door of women at this time and like i was almost like ready to place bets and be like okay which one's gonna stick
1: around
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm not even surprised he had that reputation even while we were dating yeah (laughs) i all shit i believe that god so when he was like i mean my man was like yeah he my friend has some people that are going to come on the boat they're from LA and like I don't know why there's like this stigma of like LA women you know right. what I mean and that's a little fucked up but I'm going to be honest like I was like okay this is go- true about so many people right well and I know a lot of friends that lived out there and uh-huh. they like said the same thing that everyone's just kind of like in it for themselves and like what could you give me that I could like profit from basically exactly um so i was like this is gonna go one of two ways i'm like these girls are either gonna be like stuck up bitches or like we're gonna have a great time and we literally had like the best time from the second that we met we were like <laughs> what's up now no literally <laughs> and i thought it was really funny because your ex at the time yeah was on the boat with his <laughs> new now girl's with his i mean i don't know if they were officially dating yet but she had actually come back back to back weekends yeah (laughs) sorry she's probably listening um (laughs) he's probably listening um yeah so his current girl at the time had she had she was like the only one that had come on the boat a second time yeah you know what i mean and i think it had been like a couple more times since before we met yeah and I remember making a joke because I didn't know... I thought you guys were just friends because he'd always bring, like, girls onto the boat that he was, like... He describes everyone as his friends. Friend. It's a biz marquee. Like, you say
1: he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Yeah. That's... That's... That's the that's him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess I just really didn't connect the dots. But I remember when I found out... We are all standing in the boat and I found out that, like, you were his ex. And I made a comment and I, it was, like, something like, oh, damn, like, you brought your ex while you're fucking another girl who you brought to and then she was like sitting right there i'm like oh my god i can't believe i just said that out loud it's okay because we already had that like awkward discussion
1: pre-handed like getting on the boat i said something about how we had like dated, and then i was like oh cat's out of the bag i didn't know he was dating that girl right 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 well and she's like so cool
0: anyway she's just like oh yeah she's great yeah whatever she's
1: great i'm like bless you for putting up with that She's very nice. I like her a lot, actually. Good for him.
0: Yes. With all that being said, let's get into the episode. Yes. So, fuck boys. So, what do you think makes a guy a fuck boy?
1: The number one thing is if he starts any, and I mean any, DM, text, Snapchat, even an in-person conversation with, "Hey stranger." <laughs> bitch. <I> was- <laughs> hey stranger <gasps> I, do not ever ever unless you want a booty call respond to a hey stranger because yeah. you're not a stranger i mean when i was doing my <laughs> ho shit i would hey stranger people i would hey <laughs> hast- it's like when you're 18 trying to get like liquor from the man at like the local grocery store you're like hey mister <laughs> it's look it's like you're trying to get like that booty tang from yeah, yes from your old to- like Fuck buddy, you're trying to slide right. your way back Bunny in there. Of, hey mister, because
0: that's creepy, or hey stranger. Yes. <laughs> so I wrote down a definition of a fuckboy. Yes. I think everybody really knows, but to Let's make it very clear. It. Yes. Um, A fuckboy is a guy that does whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and doesn't care who he screws over along the way. They lead girls on to make them believe they care about you while making you feel special, and then they turn into horny douchebags that do whatever they can to get laid. Is that correct? I would,
1: yes, confirm. (laughs) Confirm. Absolutely. That was an excellent definite. merriam Webster couldn't have written that better if she tried. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: Urban Dictionary did a
1: good job. Bless up.
0: So... Obviously, a lot of people know. We all know what fuckboys are. We've all dealt with them. Um, they also stem from like lots of inconsistency. Yes. So the guys that like will hit you up and be like, you know what I hate is when you go out on a date with someone and they're like, oh my God, like I like you so much. Like I just really like you. I've never met a girl like you. Oh, that's another, that's next to Hey Stranger. If you get a, I've never met
1: a girl like you, he's absolutely met other girls like you.
0: <laughs> and nice. he also is so not interested. yeah but what do you think like makes guys say shit like that like because it's worked because it's worked in the
1: past they know how to turn on the charm they know what makes girls freaking wet and want to have them stay with them they know what's gonna make girls undress it's
0: the words yeah i've always said like if you find a guy that's a talker he's the dangerous kind mm-hmm. because they just talk themselves right into like your panties <laughs> <laughs> right into them chonies <laughs> so inconsistency lies yes oh and usually they're paired together yes and terrible texting oh yeah like so wishy-washy like super wishy here one minute like has all of your attention and then three days go by you've sent three text messages two phone calls and you're like what's wrong with me I don't understand
1: exactly oh my god one time I accidentally drunkenly sent a pug video at 3 a.m. to a fuck boy and I never heard from him again I mean part of me thought
0: it was my fault and then I was also like no that's a fuck boy no if it's truly a fuck boy it's never your fault right it's like he has so many on the roster that
1: exactly my boyfriend now was like please send me pug videos at 3 (laughs) a.m.
0: I love that bless his little soul he's the sweetest person (laughs) why don't you tell me your first ever fuck boy experience oh
1: my god god i mean minus like elementary school but the first time that i realized minus
0: <laughs> elementary school i
1: mean truly if you're a millennial it started young it started young but i would say my first true real experience with a fuck boy was um so i moved down out of um living with my college roommates and I moved in with like one of my very best friends. I was a maid of honor in her wedding and um, we actually were random roommates when we moved in together. but her now husband has like this really great group of friends and um, so everyone came over for a pool party one day and one of his one of his friends, who's like best friends with one of his best friends. okay um, came as well to our pool party and him and I were just like, goo goo eyed clicked clicked i was like oh my god i've not had this much in common with the guy in so long i look at him now and i'm like what the fuck do we have in common (laughs) he hikes all the time and i'm like that sounds awful um i mean i like to hike every now and then but like this motherfucker will like sprint up squaw peak oh my god in 20 minutes and i'm like no
0: <laughs> just, just no, no. <laughs> he probably is like that person that runs like a 5k on thanksgiving for the fun of it oh my god while you're sitting there stuffing you're getting three plates stuffing your yes, face yes
1: yes and so we would play stand volleyball every Friday and then we would um all like get ready and then go out to the clubs in old town and they were bottle rats at the time and so I was like oh my god this cute old town romance oh my god that that's awesome how long. you know he's a fuck boy
0: 100% first rat
1: flag. <laughs> if he's a bottle boy yeah if he's if he's, if he's a bottle rat run run <laughs> run <laughs> um and so we were like all flirty, whatever. He gets my number. We're texting, and we're like have this little secret romance.
0: Another red flag. Secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's tricky because sometimes the secret romance, it's like fun, right? So you like kind of like get sucked in because you're like nobody knows, exactly. like it's just a secret. Yeah. You, I mean, I'm gonna let you finish, but you brought up such a great point because like mine was a, my first fuck experience was a secret too. Oh
1: my god, that's okay. so funny. Yeah, one go. of my first <laughs> fuck girl experience of me being a piece of shit was a secret romance (laughs) we'll get into that we'll get into that um so anyway so he asked me on a date I'm like oh my god like this is gonna go so well and we go on a date it's amazing sparks everywhere whatever and I was like I don't hook up on the first date that's a lie and (laughs) (laughs) hook up on the first date ladies listen like a test car you just gotta drive it drive it before you buy it yes um and I say why waste your time fuck on the first date
0: (laughs) on the first date don't waste your time this is my thing though if because i feel like girls get emotionally attached so if you're trying to like separate the emotional attachment there are there's rules like this is how i've played it okay this is part of my fuck girl experience ladies take (laughs) notes take notes if you are trying to be on some hoe shit and let that hoe flag fly you fuck and you leave yeah no no cuddles no nope. because cuddles lead to feels exactly and, you that's fucking I, oh,
1: and no back-to-backs never have a back-to-back if you're gonna try to be a little hoe hussy you can't have a guy that you're hanging out with back-to-back you see him two times a week at max. most
0: yes love that yeah so what were some of these like fuck boy things that this guy did to you oh so back to
1: the story um so we end up hooking up that night it was awful no. um sorry if you're listening <laughs> and um so then after that I was like oh my god like we're gonna go on another date here to he asked me on another date we're like planning it he's texting me and then I can't even make this shit up like
0: two days later he ghosts me oh my god Ghosts. you're like your dick wasn't even good why are you ghosting me oh, right <laughs> and
1: then i'm also like bro you're gonna ghost me when we're in the same friend group I, oh. literally, I see you every friday at volleyball that's so awkward and so he just flat out ghosted me would not talk to me would not like even look towards my direction when i was like hanging out with everybody he stopped hanging out with everyone just so that he wouldn't be around me oh my god so like a couple months go by whatever he finally starts hanging out with everyone again and he like invites me to go to old town and i'm like okay whatever he's all the fuck over me and i'm like oh we're gonna go on this shit show roller coaster The roller coaster ride the roller coaster from hell and so i go and i'm getting all hit on by him we're on this shit show roller coaster um we're all like in the same neighborhood so i go home with him
0: and I he's telling me he loves me. Okay. The biggest that is like a narcissist move. Yeah. That is a for like full blown manipulation. Telling me he loves me, telling me he wants
1: another try. Telling me that he's never thought a girl was as beautiful as me,
0: blah blah blah. All the things he thinks you wanna hear. Right. Yeah.
1: And then the next morning ghosts me and was oh like i don't remember anything from last night and i'm like convenient
0: was the sex better no oh we didn't fuck. even have sex oh my god right okay so how much longer did you continue to waste your time
1: <laughs> so uh, this was not a consistent okay. i mean i probably wasted my time on him and like was all like why doesn't he
0: like me for
1: like four months
0: gotcha but, but it was very on and off heavy yeah
1: the, the heavy off shit show roller coaster lasted for like a year Oh my. We're good friends now.
0: (laughs) You're like, I think that's what we were just meant to be. We're friends.
1: Yes, exactly. So what about you? What was your first fuckboy experience?
0: Oh my god. Okay, so my first fuckboy experience was I was dealing with a fuckboy when I didn't know what a fuckboy was. Ooh, the worst. Yeah, it was bad. Like, I so I had been working as a server at a restaurant, even worse. thanks <laughs> no, that's the worst place to meet the fuck boys yeah well because we work together oh so I had been working there for like I don't know a couple months I don't even remember it was probably like six months or something at that point point. and at that point it was almost like we were like a little family like you know how you get into those niches I don't know if you've ever served oh yeah yeah but you like it it's like when you're with a real good group and like mm-hmm. everybody's kind of the same age you end up like hanging out on the weekends and stuff like that right and servers and industry people they're the worst degenerates <laughs> it happens (laughs) you know we've all been there we can say that speaking from experience lots of experience (laughs) (laughs) so i i had been working there and then he was like the new guy okay red flag say less (laughs) (laughs) He came in and he was like, "Mr. Hotshot, good with words, very suave." Like he definitely thought he was like Mr. Rico suave. Okay, Jesus. Um, yeah, he had already cringing. Dude, (laughs) let me make you cringe again. So he lived his life by Fresh Fade Friday. No, (laughs) Fresh Fade Friday. So every Friday he'd get his (laughs) hair (laughs) cut. (laughs) and I mean he dressed nice you know he like he came in and basically I was like damn like he's fine and I first at first I thought like we were talking because we liked each other Mm -hmm. he took me out on a couple dates maybe three or four I think at the time I thought it was going good and it's funny I'm trying to think back now I don't actually remember like the first time we fucked but we the dates stopped shortly after and then we worked together so like I said at first it was a secret right because Mm. it was like we work together we don't want anyone at the workplace to know like we're gonna keep it low key like hang out outside of work whatever and then he started asking other people out on dates oh no and while he asked like was taking them out he was talking shit about me yes what a fucker what a fuck boy (laughs) so at that point that's when he started becoming inconsistent it was convenient for me because I like his place was by our work so I would just go to his place like after work I'd go there and then just go home so it was like just very convenient and we started having sex whatever and then I after he started I was hearing he was talking shit Mm -hmm. I like obviously confronted him and I'm like what the fuck like I thought we were like hanging out I thought we were liking each other like did I get that wrong and he was just like excuse 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 you know what I mean like and fucking lies like no I'm not dating her no i didn't go out with her but it's like we all fucking talk right you know we all work together we're all a, f- a family yeah <laughs> an ancestral fucking family <laughs> every restaurant ever <laughs> so we're eskimo sisters and brothers over here okay <laughs> <laughs> not us no not <laughs> us. no anyway so i remember there was one time where i started like calling him out on it because like naturally i'm like okay obviously i know where this stands like mm-hmm. if you're gonna play the game then i'll play it too right and so i i would tell him i was like well you only want me for my body and i'm then like, titties. and then he's like well i didn't have my boobs done then <laughs> but yeah i guess still uh, enough to motorboat y- I mean maybe. (laughs) They were pretty small, I don't know. They were like I I was like like, after after I had my son, well maybe before I had my son. And then after they were like a little bigger, but it was almost like if you took like if you could like fry an egg and nail it to a wall. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting off topic. We we decided like at that point like we were just gonna be friends with benefits. So yeah. I'm like listen, well actually no, he let me decided. Ba- let me backtrack. It blew up. You know, because it was, like, in the center of our workforce. So it blew up. And then I was basically like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he had gone on a date with another girl that I ended up switching shifts and working with her. And she was always kind of, like, to herself type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe, like, this fuck boy, like, brought us together. And we actually still hang out today. In the most romantic of ways. It was a beautiful (laughs) friendship. Yeah. Because we just got to sit there and talk shit about him the whole time. Exactly, (laughs) It was great. We love it. Yeah so this went on round and round basically for a while mm-hmm. but we became it was you know it was fine it, w- it was what it was i was able to accept the fact that i was dealing with the fuck boy right and this was right around the time where like this word kind of popped off right because it was like a player before right. but like right when like fuckboy boy went mainstream
1: <laughs> when it was the cool thing to do yeah
0: like that's when i was like oh my god that's what he is he's mm-hmm. a fuck boy
1: it almost helps you cope better yeah. When you like understand that it's a fuckboy, you're
0: like, "Oh. You're like, okay. I get it. Okay, I, it. I can play this it's game now." It's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you're just dumb. <laughs> you're just an asshole. Yeah. So, uh, it went along. I mean, it ended up being fine. Like we would just fuck around whenever and whatever. It was totally fine. Well, right. When
1: you know what you're dealing with, it's it's better and you again get emotionless
0: yeah yeah and now he's like happy and with like two or three <laughs> kids i think so you know good for them so when you were single because i know you're not single anymore right mm-hmm. yeah you're dating shout um, out to my boy mm, he's the best the best i know sometimes he likes to be like
1: i used to be a fuckboy. boy i'm like no you didn't <laughs> no you didn't you're he's like- so fucking sweet and like literally the most thoughtful person i'm like you wish you were a fuck boy
0: <laughs> you're like listen it's not a cool thing to do it's like smoking cigarettes
1: <laughs> <laughs> so true so true
0: okay i really want to go into our hoe shit okay i think we've had enough talk about fuckboys. boys this is i have one more thing to say actually yeah. if you're dealing with the fuck boy mm-hmm. you have to understand that you need to your own shit going on, like oh, absolutely. Like that person can be here, mm-hmm. but you need to be like here and here
1: and there. Dealing with a fuck boy is a game of chess, and the thing is, is that when you know he's a fuck boy, in that instance, you need to make it your game, and you need to be that queen bitch, and you need to be the one that's playing him. Exactly. So how would you say
0: like you would switch it around?
1: So, for me, I mean, I feel like this is probably what made me become a fuck girl, was that I just became super emotionless and heartless, and I just started thinking what benefits me, because as a woman, we're so nurturing, and when we care about someone, we give our all to them, and we just... Um, we think about ourselves but but they're our priority yeah and so i think when you're dealing with a fuck boy you're like nah, no, fuck that shit like i am the priority i'm the main person here i'm the head bitch in charge and so you start making them play your game so how do you take that power back though so for me i start doing the consistent things i start texting less i start seeming uninterested i seem like i'm talking to other dudes i'm not very good at talking to multiple people at the same time maybe in my like younger years like 1920 but um i'm just i've never really been that great at talking to multiple i'm a libra like we fall in love in like two seconds (laughs) (laughs) literally so I just think that you know if you do the inconsistent thing and you focus on yourself and you make it seem like you're talking to all these other dudes because you're flirty yeah And you'll flirt with other people, but that's not mean that you're sleeping with other people or talking to other people.
0: I think... So, I have uh, a lot of clients that come in and we talk about situations like this. And I love it because it's so funny. A lot of my clients have known me through my dating days. Oh, that's fun. And, (laughs) I mean, it was... Bitch, it was like, f- like my whole last career. Basically, I was dating up until when I met my current boyfriend. Yeah, and so like it's so funny because I would tell all my clients all these stories, and like mm-hmm. we would laugh and just whatever. Oh, right. And then now I'm in a healthy relationship, and I'm like, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you're trying to get all of their stories. Another thing too is that I never call them by their name. I never call them by their name. I nickname every single one of them because that's again the emotions and the attachment the less attached you are to someone the less feelings that are into it and the less that you'll feel inclined that you need them in your life so
0: by changing their name you're not doing pet names like big no no like my ex
1: was dj douchebag or (laughs) there's like
0: where you met them like oh hi-fi dude or but do you like call them like you're like texting them you're like oh hey what's up hi fi dude some of them yeah <laughs> depending
1: on like how much of a piece of shit you are or my poor poor current boyfriend I called him by his pet name 5.0 because I know like so many people with his his name and so I was like oh he's like the fifth person in our friend group that has the same name oh and my so, god that's funny right and so there was like new dude this person like tinder guy but we met on tinder and so I was like I need some new nickname for him and so I just panicked when I was telling my best friend about him and I was like oh yeah he's like a 5.0 I love that and so I told him that one day when I was drunk and I was like you're stupid Ashley but he thought that was funny and so now that's what I call him all the time but cute that's not what I call him anymore because it's a little disrespectful when he's your boyfriend (laughs) (laughs)
0: debatable I mean you could use it in different situations exactly so one thing I always tell my clients because I have some clients that are currently dating Mm -hmm. and a lot of them will ask me for advice on basically how to gauge this situation how to take the power back and I always tell them if the guy has been inconsistent with them and they've tried to hang out and then they kind of get ghosted or like left on bread, then I literally always, none of these bitches fucking listen to me. But no one ever does. I know. It's like, will you just take my advice into consideration? And clearly it, it works it does yeah <laughs> look at me locked down hello <laughs> you could be like me. Up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um and in a healthy relationship health and wellness like we started like this we episode. started we were telling the truth
0: <laughs> so i always tell them that to in order to take the power back you have like you said you have to be inconsistent but how mm-hmm. do you do that so when this guy is trying to make plans and then he bails and then once he ends up hitting you back up because we all know they always come back around he'll hit you up he wants to hang out you make plans with that guy and then the day of you ghost him exactly you need to go into it thinking to yourself that you're
1: gonna be the one that bails yes
0: and when he hits you back up like oh hey are we like meeting up you don't say anything you give it 24 hours or and then you respond or or with a little hey stranger oh my god So I wouldn't say you give it 24 hours. I would say you turn your reads on, you open the message, you leave them on read, you wait three hours, and then you respond, oh, I'm sorry, something came up, I have something else going on today. Exactly. And leave it like that. Or, even better, sorry, I actually have dinner plans with someone else. Yes. Boom. Then you're, not only are you inconsistent, you're unavailable, and there's this mystery of wait what I thought she was hanging out with me is she going out with a guy is she, like exactly. they don't know and the-
1: even if you're just having dinner by yourself you know what you do you cook that dinner you make two plates you pour two glasses of wine and you take an Instagram pic <laughs> like you're on a date with someone or that you're cooking with somebody else yes love that
0: is it a little pathetic no bitch because you're taking the power back you know order a fake hand off of amazon post that <laughs> fake hand. To that post that photo. Bit. don't get the mini hand though the little <laughs> finger puppet hand don't do that unless you're in like extra wide cam you can like <laughs> zoom in i'm just thinking of those creepy little halloween hands that are like <laughs> <laughs> like skeletor literally dude <laughs> so that's like one thing i like to tell them um that's one way I believe like you could take the power back. Absolutely. But and then that and then I feel like the ball is in your court.
1: Yes. And when the ball is your in your court, then you have all the power. And the thing is is that you kind of just have to sit there And let yourself process all the emotions and get out all that attachment that you feel to them. Yes.
0: And then I think if there is an attachment, like the next time you hang out, do it like do like a day date or actually have plans to go somewhere else afterwards. Exactly. So that's less tempting. Yes. It's less tempting. It kind of like puts this like wall up and then it confuses the out of a guy
1: even if it's just with your mom yeah
0: (laughs) i would say that's one way and don't fall back in to being this consistent person i would say you would always need to have this mystery of like you're busy
1: absolutely you can't
0: be available at all costs
1: right and i mean you don't even have to have anything that you're doing but in your head you need to you need to convince yourself in order to convince him
0: yeah 100 Mm percent moving on fuck girls oh fuck girls I have another definition (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) what's your definition of a fuck girl I think that a fuck girl is
1: I mean pretty much the definition of hot girl summer it's a girl living in her own mindset knowing that she only has such a few years of selfishness. So she wants to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants, and does not give a shit about a guy tying her down
0: or holding her back. I love that. You nailed it right on the head. Thank you. I have written down, so a girl who engages in fuckboy behavior, they generally think that they're God's gift to earth and believes that men should be kissing at their feet. I mean, shouldn't they? (laughs) literally so would you say that would you say that being with fuck boys turned you into a fuck girl absolutely okay
1: absolutely and being with pieces of shit yeah because I dated I dated guys before I was a fuck girl and had dated fuck boys and it was just men that were just pieces of shit and that treated me awful and I was like I don't ever want to be hurt like that I don't ever want to be hurt by a boyfriend that treats me like shit, and I don't ever want to be hurt by a fuckboy that treats me like shit. So it's almost my way of protecting myself.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're, like, putting these walls up Mm -hmm. to be like, okay, I'm not going to be the Libra that just falls in love anymore.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Or that nurturing girl, because we can't help it. It's the wifey
0: in us. Yeah. Well, and I do, like, I'm not no shade to the girls that fuck on the first date but (laughs) i'm feeling a little judgment (laughs) you're setting yourself up for failure i mean or a rocky ride at least this is the thing with fucking on the first date more fucking power to you but you have to understand that like you may never hear from this person again
1: oh absolutely but the thing is to me i have honestly all of my boyfriends i've boned on the first or second date and i have zero regrets because then there's guys that i've waited to hook up with for like several dates and it was even worse because by then i had such feeling towards them
0: and yeah that happened to me well not because (laughs) i had feelings for them just because the sex was trash right the sex is trash you get feelings like i waited six weeks oh no to have sex with this guy because i wanted to do it quote unquote the right way no
1: <laughs> i'm telling you ladies fuck on the first date you have no emotions on the first date no you have but no attachments that fucks the with dick some trash i mean yes and no there are definitely times like if the dick is good you become digmatized but dickmatized. <laughs> <laughs> that little digmatized jingle
0: literally that (laughs) devil dick that devil dick um you know what devil dick gets you chlamydia (laughs) i was gonna say pregnant (laughs) chlamydia is actually super accurate don't 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 fuck the
1: devil dick you'll get chlamydia (laughs) thank you um i agree with that but Back to the fucking on the first day. I just think that you honestly get to know a guy a lot more. And if he is interested in you, then he'll keep talking to you and seeing you. But if he's not, if he is just a fuck boy, then guess what? You've weaned him out faster than wasting your freaking time talking to him for three, four, five, six weeks. Okay.
0: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Some shade shade on that (laughs) shit. So let me ask you this. Yeah. How many guys have you gone out with that on the first date you have fucked and they have brought a condom i would say honestly only like a dozen <laughs> i fucked a lot of dudes oh my god
1: <laughs> but i mean it's like it's 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 like one in ten
0: yeah. you know no okay so i'm trying to make a point so that's why i'm yeah. asking one in ten guys that you end up even not even if it's on the first fucking date right that you're going home with and they That's don't have I a condom keep one in my purse baby okay good for you but this isn't freaking one size fits all no so what happens if they don't fit into the condom i mean <laughs> keep i know what i <laughs> the variety pack. Keep the variety pack no but it's just it's annoying okay so this, yeah. is, my, this is my second question Do these guys that you're hooking up with that aren't bringing condoms, do they ask you if you're on birth control?
1: In my younger years, no.
0: Yeah. No. But
1: I mean, now that I'm in my late 20s, yeah, because they're like,
0: damn, this bitch might actually keep a baby if I were to impregnate her. Dude, when I was doing my hoe shit, not only did they not provide a condom, but they didn't even ask if I was on birth control oh my god okay and I'm not sitting here saying that I'm just like fucking it raw like yeah. up that they it's like it's on us again yeah and
1: what I like to do honestly one of my rules too as a fuck girls I would never bring them home I would never bring them to my house because that's another thing that just grows attachment is because you can see them in your home you can mm. see them in your future if you're at their home you're like what is this nasty ass bachelor pad that I'm at even if he has a nice home then good for you honey Good for you. You scored one of them rich dudes.
0: Shook your baby status. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the best thing about being a fuck girl is because if you go to their house, then you, you can just leave. get up and go. Right. You leave
1: whenever you want. And if you're not
0: trying to create attachment, then mm-hmm. I think you have sex. You put on your clothes and you leave.
1: Exactly. Because then
0: they're like Wait, what?
1: And they're just not ready for that. They're, they're not like, ready are for you the going? girl that leaves. They're like... No. They, they want the cuddles. They want the sleepovers. They want that because then they get the girlfriend but then without the commitment.
0: I don't even know. I mean, I, I, I get where you're going with that, but mm-hmm. I don't even know if they... If they want that, I just think it's something that they're not used to seeing. Yeah, so it almost like mind fucks them,
1: right? Yeah, when you're the girl that leaves, it mind fucks them. They're, and they're like not ready for that like because they're
0: they're used to the cuddles. Exactly. Okay, tell me your ho. Tell me your most ho shit okay. story. Your most fuck girl story. <laughs> this is a segment I like to call the double dipper.
1: So there was a time that um I was day drinking, having fun, whatever, and I thought my neighbor was cute, and I was like, oh my god. I mean, honestly, it was kind of beer goggles. He is cute. He's just not my type. We were all flirtatious, whatever. And we end up hooking up. It was not good. Lee, he had family in town, so he had to leave. He left and I was like, lo and behold, I get a hay stranger. And I was like, yes, I'm up. And so <laughs> yes, I'm up. I was like, it's fine. I took a shower. Everything's fine. I'm not a hoe. And so I went over to his house and literally within three hours, they fucked two different dudes. And then I came home and I had a sleepover with another dude, but we did not fuck. But I text my roommate about it she texted me and she was like hey and I was like I have a confession (laughs) because at that time I wasn't home and so I'm like texting her when I'm on my way home and I was like I just had a double dipper and I'm on my way home with to like cuddle with another dude and she was like lol I just got done with a double dipper too oh my god (laughs) yeah I don't know if I've ever done that oh man I've only done a few and I've that i don't feel like a piece of shit if it's like within an x amount of time or if i've taken a shower yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you just like clean yourself out but
1: then i'm also like how many dudes like how many girls does a dude fuck in a day you know
0: i mean it happens both ways whether you're a guy or a girl obviously and
1: i'm clean i use protection like i had nothing to worry about yeah and so yeah i was like whatever girls got needs girl does got knees and you know what like break through that stereotype
0: men exactly. do it all the time men do it all the time so why is it wrong when a girl does no it's not right you're just showing your sexuality right. you want to get fucked by three different men in 24 hours <laughs> two men i know two I'm men. And a little <laughs> snuggle sesh <laughs> and a little snugs right for the most boyfriend material one <laughs> he gets the cuddles The fuck boys get the pussy. Oh my God. You know
1: what's funny is my boyfriend now, the first time that we, our first date, we ended up hooking up and he didn't stay the night. And I was like, oh God, another fuck boy. And no joke, he was like in love and wanted to hang out every single day and like called me all day, every day. And asked me be his girlfriend a month later.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that's cute. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Fuck on the first date. Because honestly, if it's worthwhile and if it's good and if, I mean, the guy is in the right headspace, then he'll be ready for you when the right one's ready for you they're ready for you
0: yeah you're just like either cut your losses or be yes, in for the long don't haul waste
1: your time honey like at least just know right away if he's a
0: fuckboy boy or not yeah no that's a good way to do it and if you're afraid about attachment you fucking you leave right yeah no cuddles because cuddles lead to feels yeah you fucking you leave
1: <laughs> you fucking leave that's why you gotta go to their house don't ever bring them to your house no
0: back-to-backs don't bring them to your house i like the no back-to-backs rule i never oh, thought yeah. about that
1: yeah the more you see them the more attached you get and the more you can see your life with them right the less you see their life with them and the more you live your life the less attached you're gonna be
0: yes exactly mm-hmm. well i have a fuck girl story Ooh, yes do tell i have not admitted this to anyone except for my close friends and now all the listeners <laughs> they are my close friends yes. i truly believe that like the people that are supporting me through this podcast are people that would support me in ev- my everyday life that's what Absolutely, this is yeah so you know the people that love me and support me i trust them and I know the haters are listening to you but whatever a
1: shout out
0: <laughs> thanks for listening so I had a friends with benefits for a while mm-hmm. and it was I think it was like the perfect friends with benefits situation which I feel like is really hard to find super hard to find you know because like people like people get attached There's and always, emotions yeah. and mm-hmm. whatever at this point in my life I was like on my hoe shit like i i did not care i didn't have any attachment i was doing my thing i stayed busy and we had this perfect thing where there was this bar that i actually met him at and i actually used to work there oh, too no. So, yeah, I didn't go there for a long time because I used to work there and, like, Mm -hmm. there are still people that work there. Yeah. But every once in a while, I would pop in and I saw him there and I was like, damn, he's fucking fine. We had a quick conversation. I think we exchanged numbers. Nothing really came from it. And then I had gone back a couple times after that. and. He, there's something about a guy when he's a good dancer. Oh yeah.
1: Oh my god. Because he has that swag. It's like, and also you can imagine that in the bedroom, you're like, ooh, baby. It <laughs> is. It's
0: like primal, like
1: mating right. yeah, call. You're like,
0: yes. My <laughs> like, twerking gets some boys going. One hundred percent. Yeah, because
1: they're like, yeah, that's how she bounces that ass on the dude.
0: Yeah, you're like, No, exactly. this is actually not. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> No, you're like oh, i twerk. I shake my ass for my girlfriends I mean, this is not, <laughs> not on the day <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work um so we ended up hanging out we would always like the only time i'd see him was when we were at this bar mm-hmm. and we would basically just hit each other up like hey you're gonna be at the bar and it's like yeah i'm gonna be there and then it progressed to fucking like i would he naturally. lived close naturally the mating call the mating call the dancing <laughs> yeah the gyration the, ew i hate that <laughs> i hate that <laughs> so we started fucking on the weekends but that's all it was it was like During the week, Monday through Friday, no contact. Mm -hmm. Friday comes around. Saturday comes around. Hey, like, are you going to be out? you going to be out? It's like, yes, yes. I don't even think, I think we went out, I think we went on one date. And honestly, that's when I started realizing, like, when we went on a date. I mean, I shouldn't say realizing because I already knew that, like, what it was. Yeah. But I knew at that point, I'm like, it's never going any further. We went on a date and we went to Osaka. Okay. And that's what, like where they cook like oh, it's like yeah, a the tapanaki. Yeah. They we went there and he was we're like looking at the menu and he literally asked me, like, So do you wanna share something? <laughs> I can't even say what the tree oh, page my God. You're
1: like actually tearing up. <laughs> I'm like so- that's the worst kind of the cheap fuck boy run run
0: literally the cheap fuck. we don't need to make categories for this
1: yeah i mean at least date the rich fuck boy because you're gonna get some shit out of it but like the cheap fuck boy then you're ending you're paying then you're paying it gets worse and why is it look what's the point so that's
0: like what i sure, knew i was like what are we
1: 90 and geriatric <laughs>
0: <laughs> going to the early bird special do you go out at four o'clock <laughs> no 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 so that's when I knew I was, like, okay. Well, I already knew, like, it was a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. But I'm, like, this is all it's ever going to be. Like, mm-hmm. you are clearly not man enough to, like, have a relationship at all. You can't even pay for dinner. You can't even pay for dinner. So, it kind... This started kind of fizzling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the What really hit me was... One of the last times I had hung out with him, he was like, do you want to get brunch? Okay. I looked like a hot bitch at night, like that night. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the morning, (laughs) I, it was like, it was like cold outside. I was wearing like an oversized hoodie with some like over the knee boots. Like, you know, hair was down. I had like wing eyeliner, like Ariana Grande vibes. Right. Um, that morning, I looked like I crawled out of a dumpster So essentially, in the same outfit. Essentially, you looked like
1: this. You've seen the TikToks of the Spongebob Popsicle. So you look like the, the Spongebob Popsicle
0: wrapper. <laughs> and then the day after, you look like the actual Spongebob Popsicle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's like, do you want to go to brunch? And I'm like, OK, sure, whatever. I'm like, I'll just wash my face, like put my hair in a high ponytail. I'm rocking like the oversized and the boots like it's a vibe right (laughs) i'm like i'm just gonna get drunk so i stop caring about what i look like so you go from ariana to a hooker basically (laughs) basically um clearly a hooker because he felt like he didn't need to pay for my cab home after brunch and that's when i was like then you drive me home fucker you know what he said i drove here bitch i was like oh my god i didn't even have that. did he pay for brunch yeah the thank fucking god. 1732 for a brunch yeah it was nothing fancy it was like a dive bar okay thank god that's why i didn't care what i looked like because we were at a dive bar Oh okay anyways that's when i was like you know those points when you're just like i just want to be home yes yes <laughs> So I didn't even, I obviously cared because I'm yeah. like, I can't believe you couldn't even pay for my cab or drive me home. You drove to the bar. Right. In your because car. You're thinking to yourself,
1: I can't believe I wasted my time.
0: I'm like, yeah, I could pay for my fucking $12 brunch and mimosas too, bitch. Right. You're like, I'd rather go out with the freaking
1: homeless Larry on the street. Literally. Who would treat me better than this.
0: That was the end of us hooking up. Um, this this should be. This was the <laughs> beginning of the story. Oh, Lord have mercy it actually this is where the ho shit comes this is where the fuck girl comes in so a lot of time had passed like 3 months had passed mm-hmm. i had made it very clear that I think I literally sent him a text message and was like he's like oh you should come over and I'm like mm, actually your friends with benefits warranty only lasts for about six weeks and your time is up <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty sure I have those text messages to him like right they're geek squad you don't get the extended warranty no I literally made it clear like we're not fucking anymore yeah he's like do you want to go out and I'm like okay sure so he comes he picks me up we go out we're like go to meet his friends then we end up back at the same bar everything happened at then it was just it was just me and him and like four of his guy friends well one of his guy friends I thought was actually very cute And once I had stopped talking to my friends with benefits, I was like, I want to get his friend's number. Yes. That was my goal to get the friend's number. Yes, it was. We end up getting wasted. We bounce around to like a bunch of different bars. This guy, my old friends with benefits, I should have came up with a name for him, but, anyways he started getting upset because i was living my best life okay i was drinking i was flirting probably with like two of his friends and he started getting really upset and one of the guys was like what's wrong with him i was like i don't know he's being all fucking butthurt it comes to the point where he's like i'm gonna leave he walks up to me he's like i'm gonna leave and i was like okay bye bye bitch like right that's nice why are you telling me i'm confused he's like you're not gonna come with me i'm like are you gonna drive me home (laughs) and he's like (laughs) and he's like well can't you just stay at my house I'm like I'm not staying at your house like I have shit to do in the morning so I'm like if you want to drive me home and he's like no like just come stay at my house I'm like and then his friend the friend that I wanted to get the number yes we're gonna call him hump day okay like that we're calling the friend hump day okay did you fuck on a Wednesday (laughs) hump day Offered to take me home. So I was like, how generous. How generous of you, Humpty. Yeah. And I, when I told my friends with benefits, hey, like, Humpty's going to take me home, he was infuriated and he stormed off and went home. Fine. Well, I ended up leaving with Humpty and the rest of his friends. We continued our night and he ended up taking me home we fucked (laughs) (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) um he stayed over and woke up in the morning i woke up in the morning from a text message from my fwb oh and the text message read you make it home question mark cool def should have never picked you up laugh my ass off. You are all over the place. You love attention and show no respect to the person that actually chilled with you. I'm so glad I'm grown and have no time for that laughing face. Have a good one. Peace out emoji. So naturally, when I saw this, I was like, what the fuck like why are you're getting mad because your friend took me home i made it clear we're not friends with benefits anymore right we were hanging out as friends i thought exactly i thought i made that very clear clearly i did not make that clear i responded to him and basically said i'm like i said something like you know last time i thought we were just friends i'm pretty i'm confused on why you're so upset because your friend had just taken me home and I got no response okay from the FWB no he's response Salty. well cause he thought I fucked his friend <laughs> so I told his friend when we woke up I was like dang I got like a message from FWB and he's hella salty and his friend goes yeah if we could just you know not sing anything about that I'm like that's totally fine with me I'm not right. saying shit here I am
1: You're just drunk and horny. Well. And also lying. So
0: we're gonna fast forward. I just wanna make it clear. I never got Hump Day's number. Right. You
1: don't need their number. I got what I
0: wanted. You don't need their number because they are a number. Bye. Bitch, I love that. So I never got Hump Day's number. Never heard from him again totally fine. Was, right. I did, wasn't even thinking, I honestly didn't even go into it saying like, I wanted to fuck. I literally just wanted his phone number, but it escalated real fucking quick. So, some time had gone on. You weren't the bad friend. No, I didn't do anything wrong. He was a bad friend. Wait, but it gets better. Okay. So, this is what makes this, I mean, I guess it's kind of like fuck girl shit because I like fucked his best friend and his best friend like wanted to lie about it and not have him know and I was cool with it. <laughs> but it actually gets better. <laughs> so, <laughs> fwb reaches out to me and he's like hey what's up this is like months go by and i'm like i message him back i'm like what the fuck do you mean what's up it's funny that i thought you had no time for that but here you are back in my dms and he was like i guess i overreacted that night but i didn't mean to hit you up my bad and that's when i told him i'm like you know normally when someone overreacts to a situation and they want to continue to be friends the other person says a certain word to make up for that hmm it's on the tip of my tongue no he's like sorry laugh my ass off fuck me right he's like we're still friends though and I'm like well I mean if you're gonna get sassy with me every time we go out I don't know if I can deal with that my whole point to this whole story is I made this guy apologize for For you being an asshole (laughs) for you fucking his friend
1: you made him say sorry sorry you fucked my friend
0: you gaslit him he's like sorry i thought you fucked my friend but you actually didn't but i did
1: but you did i did but guess what his friend didn't want to
0: say anything so it never happened i ran into both of them recently at the same bar and um he had the hump day had a ring on his finger and i was like okay i'm not gonna say shit i know that was a long story but that was like my most fuck girl thing i think i've ever done we're coming to the end this has been so fun lots of fun yes before we go a little
1: recap no summer parties no back-to-backs no attachments no emotions
0: you fuck and you leave
1: you fuck and you leave don't even try to get their number no no numbers no numbers no no cuddles no
0: cuddles no feels yes and if you want to be a fuck girl and a hoe do your thing girl do your
1: thing honey there's nothing wrong with it be
0: your own fucking boss (laughs) live your life i totally agree yep okay is there anything else you think we need to add to the episode
1: I think we're good. I think
0: I think this has been a good hose Bible. First Corinthians seven seven seven. Can't use the Lord's numbers. All right, we're fucking out of this, bitch. Peace. Are you still talking, girl? Stop talking.